Welcome back to Source Code, Decipher's weekly news wrap podcast where we go over the top security stories of the week with input from our sources. An undocumented malicious driver called Red Driver uses an open source tool to forge signature timestamps as a way to bypass Microsoft's Windows driver signature enforcement policies. Researchers with Cisco Talos that found the malicious driver said that it was likely developed by highly skilled threat actors due to the steep learning curve needed for developing malicious drivers. Yes, so the the top takeaway from this is that this policy loophole kind of defeats the main um, security mechanism of the Windows driver system. And so what it does is it essentially bypasses Microsoft's integrity checks to ensure that malicious drivers aren't running on an endpoint. Um, And typically, this system has been pretty much trusted uh, for as long as it's been around. And this loophole kind of showcases how even a trusted system will have issues and it it will have loopholes that can be exploited. Uh, depending on how that system was uh, was built. And so I think this is a great example of n- not trusting everything inherently and always having just a little bit of, um, you know, being aware that there are issues like this out there. That's Chris Neal, outreach researcher for Cisco Talos. He said that for CISOs, it's critical to prevent these malicious drivers from being installed in the first place. Another thing I wanted to add was that for CISOs, it's important to understand that defending against malicious drivers isn't the same as defending against a user mode executable. Uh, they, drivers inherently work in a different way due to the, the way that the Windows operating system works, uh, which makes them way harder to detect uh, post-infection. Um, so having said that, it's important to understand that while malicious drivers are absolutely out there and they they do, uh, they are employed in infection chains. They shouldn't be the focus of how you defend your endpoints. Uh, but that's not to say that preventative measures shouldn't be taken against drivers. Um, the most important thing is preventing a threat actor from getting to the stage of an attack where they can install a driver. Uh, if a malicious driver was installed on an endpoint, there are some holes in your security posture that definitely need to be closed before uh, focusing on malicious drivers specifically. Speaking of Microsoft, a Microsoft zero-day flaw is being leveraged by a Russian-based cybercriminal group in phishing emails sent to defense and government entities in Europe and North America, and no patches are available yet for the vulnerability. Microsoft said it is investigating reports of a series of remote code execution vulnerabilities impacting Windows and Office products, and it is aware of targeted attacks attempting to exploit these bugs. While no patches currently exist for the vulnerability, Microsoft offered up a number of mitigations for CISOs at impacted organizations to take, including the use of an attack surface reduction rule, as well as setting a certain registry key to avoid exploitation. You can learn more about these mitigations at the Decipher link in our podcast description or by visiting Microsoft's blog post. 
Also this week, Microsoft posted an advisory that revealed that a cyber attack by a China-based threat group accessed unclassified email data of more than two dozen organizations globally, including several U.S. federal agencies. According to Microsoft, the attackers used forged authentication tokens to access victims' emails for a month with an acquired Microsoft account consumer signing key. The U.S. government came out with a statement that said that the campaign was first discovered in June after a federal agency identified suspicious activity in their Microsoft 365 cloud environment through looking at auditing logs. It's important for CISOs to know that Microsoft has since mitigated the attack for all customers and has found no evidence of further access. The company has contacted businesses that have been impacted directly via their tenant admins and no further customer action is required at this time. However, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, as well as the FBI, are urging CISOs to ensure that audit logging is enabled, particularly as the attack was first detected via abnormal behavior detected on audit logs. Finally, this week the White House released details about how it plans to implement the National Cybersecurity Strategy. This framework aims to both increase defenses against cyber criminals and incentivize organizations to design security into their products from the start. The strategy is a massive undertaking and the roadmap released Thursday includes 65 federal initiatives for implementing the plan across 18 different agencies. Kemba Walden, acting national cyber director, said that this implementation of the plan is not an end goal in itself, but rather a flexible set of goals that will change as the threat landscape continues to evolve and as initiatives are completed. The following are statements from Walden speaking on Thursday at a panel hosted by the Information Technology Industry Council called Securing the Digital Ecosystem for All Americans, the National Cybersecurity Strategy in Practice. The implementation plan is a living document and it is an iterative in nature. It will be fundamental to this success. The strategy is meant to be enduring and is crafted to guide policy across the decisive decade in which we find ourselves. Implementation plan, on the other hand, will evolve whether in response to changing threat landscape or as initiatives are completed and beget follow on actions, we will continue to update the plan. In practice, that means ONCD will take what we learn from the request for information on regulatory harmonization that we are developing and turn it into actionable steps to help us live in a world where we are providing that you've met baseline requirements to one regulator will suffice for all of them. Initiatives in the strategy include ones that promote defending critical infrastructure, disrupting ransomware threat actors, and creating incentives for organizations to invest in secure development practices. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Source Code Podcast. Have a great weekend. While you were hacking the planet.